Now we are recording a podcast. The last like six and a half minutes we weren't recording a podcast. No, we were just no, we were talking not. a lot into the microphone. Um, hi guys. Hi. Hello there. Here we are again for another week of hip hop talk. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new season of uh, Hip Hop Evolution? On no, I've actually been told I should watch that. I'm probably slipping. A Me too. Bit. Okay. Uh, the reason why I asked is because. Um, Hip-hop evolution is about how the sphere of influence in hip-hop kind of shifts from the birthplace being New York over to, like, the West Coast. I know episode four of this season has Atlanta uh, featuring a couple folks we know, like Rodney Carmichael and Regina Bradley. Okay. And so I bring that up because I'm really curious as to how 2019 is going to be looked back on 20 years from now. Like, when we talk about which cities or even like states in the united states had that sphere of influence like Mm -hmm. like what are we all going to agree on that's a good question i mean i feel like i mean i don't feel like atlanta was short on releases this year and you know especially releases that made an impact um to me the most one of the most interesting city this year was probably houston though okay because you have Meg the Stallion. Obviously. Obviously, off the top. You got Max O'Cream, who we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. Um Astro World was this year. Was or it was this, it this year? No, or was it last, they, they, year. last year. I feel like Astro World didn't really stop. No, no. That no, roller coaster just kept the, going. The roller coaster was still okay. rolling. Like the tour was still, his tour was Super still. Super like, Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was like a Wait, lot going on for Travis. Yeah, yeah, that was this year. Right. Oh. I know it feels like 40,000 oh. years ago. But yeah, oh, that my was heart. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's how old we are. <laughs> that February feels like a very long time ago. Shit, okay. Yeah. All so, right. I mean, I feel like Houston had a lot happening this year. And I'm probably sure I'm probably leaving somebody out of this whole mix, but. Um, I think Meg alone is a, a great point about Houston. Solange came out this year too, even though yeah, it's not Solange right. came out. I mean, Beyonce did a thing. Yeah, uh, several things. Several, several things. yeah, several things. Lion King <laughs> being a, a big one. Mm-hmm. But I think with Meg, it really kind of also just opens the door for Houston to be a, like an epic center once again. Yeah, for not only hip hop but just for that attention. Because now I know A&R is in Houston right now looking for that next stallion or looking for that next Maxo. And I think that's why it's important to have the city conversation because if you have a hot run during a year, then your city could be on for another year, another Mm -hmm. four years, another five years. It just starts with a couple of artists, but you could be the next boom. And I feel like Houston will be keeping an eye on it in 2020 and 2021. It's like a gold rush. Absolutely. Pretty much. Shit. And it's funny that it's even a thing now because I felt like for a while, at least over the past, we'll say five years, maybe you probably stretch it out to 10, but it felt like I would hear people talk about rap not being like that anymore, not being coast centric or not being city centric. It doesn't matter where you're from. We have the yeah. internet. Everyone in the world can hear your music at the same time. Right. It doesn't just have to be in your city. But at the mm-hmm. same time, there's still cities that are 
multiple artists are coming from who, you know, not say that Houston never had artists come out of there before, obviously, but just to have this kind of resurgence of new relevant artists that are kind of doing their thing. Mm -hmm. It seems like being being from a certain place feels like it still matters a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Well, especially since the conversation for all the for a good number of years has been centered around like in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the time that I've been here, all the conversations kind of been shifted kind of been centered around like if it's not Atlanta artists, then there's a quote unquote Atlanta sound mm-hmm. that's like happening. And so that's why I feel like uh cities still t- kind of take primacy. Like people still um, take a little bit of stock into that because right. I guess like the previous standard was like oh if it wasn't Atlanta then it was LA and if it won before LA it was like New York and things like that so um, no yeah I totally feel you and I would say something that Atlanta really put into the city conversation is having multiple artists be hot at one time right R- oh know? yeah right. it's not just one Migos you know you have the Migos you have Thug you would have um, you know, just a run of artists mm-hmm. who, and then you got the Gucci's and the Jeezy's and the Ti's, so and even Summer the class, Walkers, and the Summer and Walkers, and the Love Renaissance, and it's just like a lot is coming from this one place. Mm-hmm. And I think Atlanta had a good year this year. I mean, Atlanta's had a good year every year. For like I was just gonna years. ask, yeah. like, how do we feel like how Atlanta did? Because I feel like we were just as productive as ever. I am curious though if. We are the dominant city this year. We had a really interesting year because someone like Young Thug has been hot for a while, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's on fire right now, mm-hmm. right? Like hot, crazy. So also with Thug, you got Gunna, who is on fire had right a crazy now. Crazy year. Had a crazy Lil year. Little baby. Crazy year. Um, Lil Keith. Lil Keith having yeah. a really good year. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at future. Future to me hasn't had a bad year in like five years, mm-hmm. six years. Yeah, I feel like he he probably didn't have. Let me think. What do you think? What was Future's biggest record? Would you say this year? Like, I feel like he didn't hit us over the head with like a smash one particular song that was a smash per se, but I think he put out good music. Like the the the, the Wizard went number one. Yeah, the Wizard was. I thought, the, I thought the Wizard was probably the best of everything he probably put out. I mean, yeah, I like Save Me. Uh, yeah, I wasn't tell mad me, either. please right. tell me it was a yeah. single that I was really hoping was gonna be the one to go. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Future is just like prevalent. You know, he's still big on features, touring, almost so big you can't avoid him. Yeah, right. Because he's think, touring with Meek right now mm-hmm. and Megan. Exactly. Like that tour itself just shows you kind of like who's on fire right now. Meek's hotter than ever. Mm-hmm. You know, for him to bounce back the way he did, but in a case like Meek, and then you got a Tierra Whack that's coming out of Philly too, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, all right, there's a lot of eyes on Philly mm-hmm. as well. There's some excitement there, but I think what Atlanta, which is special, is you can still just have so many artists coming out of one place, and it just be tears of excitement. It's never just oh, everyone has to be on the charts. Like I said, like Lil Keed, the way he's moving around. And um, like a little got it, like yeah. there's so many like guys that's just maneuvering. Even Jid on a certain level. Like, yeah, I mean Jid and Earth Gang. Earth Gang's album right. came, out came out this year too, and to a, a big applause. And, and that's touching different parts of the culture. I think that's what it was with Atlanta this year. I feel like this was more of a 
not like the hit record top of the chart type of year, but I felt like it was more of a creative year of like, here are these different, who are these new artists, different artists who are coming out that it's more, I don't want to necessarily say it's rapidly rap, but it's more, it's not strip club music. It's not really club music. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like diversity came out of Atlanta. Yeah, Yeah, more diverse artists came out of Atlanta. Even when you talk about Kenny Mason, like, I mean, Mm. you're talking about a new artist, but I mean, he's, made quite an impact with just that one record alone and that's mm-hmm. not really that's not like it's that's not the Migos that's not Future that's not the that's not anything that is even remotely close to trap I would mm-hmm. say to me mm-hmm. but it's just different and they're still making a, a pretty significant impact doing what they do that's you know what most people would consider not what Atlanta is known for and I would say one thing that kind of keeps Atlanta if we're not creating the conversation you have to kind of talk about us because there's something interesting happening here. Yeah, It's never just a one-trick pony. We never get stuck in one sound and one way of doing things. So that's one thing I think benefits us. But I like what's going on with the Carolinas right now mm-hmm. because they, they've never really been like a hub for rap music. But you got a Childish Major, you got a Da Baby, mm-hmm. you have... Uh, Mez, you have all of these guys coming up right now. Um, Jetson, producer, mm-hmm. like crazy. Like they got it on a bunch of different fronts. Groove got the Sacrifice record on the Dreamville session, on yep. the Dreamville album. So it's so many things happening at the Carolinas where that interest that I see in Atlanta, they're also creating that energy around those two cities, South and North Carolina. Little Brother came back this year. Little Brother came Rhapsody back. Rhapsody dropped this year. And there's this. Uh there's a rapper, I don't know if y'all got a chance to listen to her or not, but this chick name is Rennie Rucci. She's from North Carolina and she, oh, she's very, oh shit. She's very talented. She looks very talented. Yeah, she's a very talented young lady. I had to listen to her music. I got to see what that's all about. What kind of ma- waves is she making? Um, I think she's just making the wave of early, I don't want to say, I wouldn't say early Meg, but I think that she's on a, an up and coming status where DJs are looking at the records and she's getting to that point of maybe when she catches that single, it'll be a thing. Mm, okay. Um, okay. So she's waiting for the moment. I think that's what it, I think that's what she did. I think she just needs to put them on. But to my knowledge, she hasn't put out a whole project. I think she's been putting out singles. Okay. And that's also such a wild part of today. So many artists can be building up to that moment, but you never really know when the iron is going to really strike. Because it's like we kind of live in a different time where that single could take you up through there. For you know, sure. It might not be an album no more. Like it could just be that one. Shoot, you might have a viral video. You know, like Cardi B has so many videos go viral before Bodak Yellow. So by the time she had that single, everyone already knew who she was. Like she already was, had a million Instagram followers yeah, before that didn't necessarily, Bodak Yellow. Yeah, that didn't even so, introduce you to her. That just made you be yeah. like, oh, okay. It just confirmed that you liked her. Yeah, it confirmed that you yeah. this year's what you're going to need. I think Megan's still waiting for that moment, too, still. Like, I think she put out a lot of good records, but I think that one, I think when she catches that one moment, yeah. it's going to be a wrap. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm excited about what's going on like in L.A. Like Roddy Rich to me, has to be one of my favorite new rappers right now. They don't lack for creativity. And if not for nothing, I mean, I don't think they've ever lacked for creativity. Never. But I feel like there's a lot of... They've been putting out artists over the past 10 years that have just been interesting. That sure. have made that, you know, from everything at TDE to 
Uh, and not even just LA, just the whole West Coast. I mean, yeah, all of California. Like, actually, yeah, I thought about this this morning when I pulled up to uh, Dead End Hip Hop Studios because Yo and I were both on the It's the Mike Still On podcast. Mm-hmm. I had Streets ninety four five playing in the car, and they were playing Earthquake by Tyler the Creator. Like they had Tyler the Creator on the fucking radio on ninety four five on ninety four five streets ninety four five ninety four five and earthquake is not the streets no not the absolutely street. not <laughs> it felt like when you heard Redbone by Childish Gambino for the first time on the radio you're like right. what is this what is this even doing here yeah but I feel like um, Igor is just starting to get to the point where. It's permeating the mainstream a little bit. I mean, mm. never mind that he already took the number one spot away from DJ Khaled, who threw a temper tantrum. But like, he gets extra points for that. That might be my favorite moment of the year. <laughs> yeah. That really is up there. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. upset victory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we can see it. Like, it might. It's different to like to hear about hating or to hear that maybe somebody saw it. But you got to see it like that mm-hmm. right there. That's Salty forever. Is, like, yeah, it's forever. Like Man. that right there is forever. We know you is mad. Yeah. We know you were mad. There's no reason to even like debate it or talk about it. That's no, just it that's, like, that's just it. Rare. That's just it. But that's um, dope that you heard Tyler on 94. Yeah, I can't I it was so that. surreal. I wouldn't have guessed that at all. In the last 10 years of knowing Tyler the Creator's music, I would have never imagined him on the radio. No. Especially with that song. No. Yeah. There's no way. Mm-mm. But like you said, like Redbone was also that moment for Gambino where he was so this internet rapper that I think you can do like a R&B Prince style song that went crazy mm-hmm. for you to be on radio never saw it coming so like Tyler's just one example of like LA being able to produce these like highly talented artists who might take a couple of albums but like I think Jeff Wise said like he's the most influential rapper of the decade and yeah Hmm. and i feel there is there's a stance for that conversation and just the way tyler was able to maneuver being like this trolling artist that broke out and really shook things up to man of like holding and manifesting that create creative energy into a string of albums and then with the festival and all the the brand deals and the clothing show. lines yeah. yo like a lot of the things that tyler has done is what rappers aspire to do mm. or the influence they aspire to have mm. so it's very hard to discredit how much he's done in 10 years yeah. how much he he's still young and he still seems very passionate about doing music so who knows what he'll do in the next 10 yeah i mean i guess he he did that thing that he had they had fans from the beginning but yeah from like you said from being generally looked at as a troll he got banned from a country, thing. man. Right, and then to be to making and then making himself into something that could be taken seriously, yeah. while still being himself. I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. I respect that. Hard to do. I like um, Baby Keem had a good year too. Like I think he's one, my one of those favorite guys. young rappers. <laughs> I, yeah, I think he's one of those young guys. Out of is he from L.A. L.A. or is he from California? There, I'm not sure exactly. Uh, he's a mystery, low key. I can't tell you what he really looks like. Yeah, I was going to say, never, he's not really. Can't really tell how old he is. Like, he sounds 14, but could it be 18? Could how be is 28? this possible in the IG age? I don't know. To not yeah, know what have, somebody looks like. Yeah, it's crazy. But he has, like, that senseless fun energy that I kind of been missing. Mm-hmm. Like, Baby Kim is just fun. It's a lot of nonsense, 
but it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> like he just says outlandish things, yeah. and, and, that, and that's 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 what makes it fun, though. I yes, think, is that you can't really, and that's the same thing I loved about Two Chains when like Two Chains reinvented himself as Two Chains. It's just oh, you yeah. couldn't really predict what he was about to say. Ah, and I do like no, that I level did. of yeah. like spontaneity oh or like yeah, Keem. Have you heard the album? Mm-mm. No, die, I need to. Die for my bitch. Die for my bitch is the second one. <laughs> that's the name <laughs> of the yeah, album. Yeah. The second yeah, one is like, die you're not the even first ready. First one was no. uh, gang activity. I believe it was gang activity. Gang, yeah. gang activity was the name of the first one, but die for my bitch is the second one. Okay then. Yeah, baby All King right. baby makes King. music for teenagers that have black Air Force Ones. I will Absolutely. not let his bitch die Oh, no, that's no, a lie. No, The Sound of Bad Habits is what it was called. The first one. Oh, The Sound oh. of Bad Habits. The Sound of the Bad Habits. I'm listening to now, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got to play you Gang Activities. It sounds so... Yeah, the song, okay, yeah, the song Gang Activities is like... My it's like shit. doing hood rat shit with my friends. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what Baby Keem sounds like. And I think he's a star. Okay. You know, if they figure out what his face looks like and he gets out there. Because I don't think he's toured. I mm-hmm. haven't seen any shows. But he has an infectious energy about him that... It feels like West Coast too, right? It feels like you've been around like sunny LA mm-hmm. for a good yeah, bit of sure. your time. Like, and you know, he's done work with TDE. Um, mm. I think he produced Num Num Juice for School Boy Q. He co produced yeah. that one. Um, I know he's talking on King's Day too. Yeah, he also did like two records on J Rock's project. So, you know, like production credits has really kind of like put him on that both sides of the spear where he can make you a hit he can also make his own hits mm-hmm. and not for nothing him. I can't remember the last West Coast artist that was like a producer and a rapper like that like like a DJ Quick type of person like oh, a man. Dr. Dre type of situation like I, I mean other than Tyler but Tyler well, yeah, yeah it was Tyler, but he wasn't yeah. making hits so like Keem got like records like, yeah, yeah, right, he's yeah, just yeah, ranking off um, that's a good point I don't know I know I'm messing somebody off the top but and then you think about like O3 Greedo, who to oh, me man. was like, he was moving. Like he was making things happen right. before uh, his incarceration. Yeah. And then Draco as well, right. who is incarcerated right now, was mm-hmm. really making was waves. Was on the way to like make something so, pop. And yeah. they're making like really unique West Coast music that sounds like, like Greedo reminded me of Gucci and Key, and but like steal from, you know, that LA, mm-hmm. Los Angeles area, there's so much in what's going on out there because I think they're, they're bringing so much energy from outside sources, but honing it to make it sound like it's from the West. And I think that's amazing. I just found out that Mozzie and Gunplay have a joint mixtape. Have out. you heard it? I just I, some of it. I haven't heard the whole thing, but the fact it's called Chopsticks and Banana Clips, and that <laughs> in itself makes me very, very happy. It's good. It, yeah, yeah. It's I, heard, I heard the first like three records. I, I like, played okay, it I like, like this. I played like three times. If you say it's, featuring Gunplay, you got me for the most part. Like there's not Mozzie a time. He's <laughs> not. He's not a rapper that slips. Like yeah, no, he's no, yeah, probably like one of the most consistent like new artists I've found. I don't know how long he's been around per se, but I haven't heard a song I felt like Omazi oh, slept walk on this. Like right. you know, like he kind of shows up. And Gunplay sounds far more inspired than he usually does. Mm-hmm. More cocaine? Like, better cocaine? Think oh, maybe Lord. like, I don't know. It's Gunplay, man. He's doing good cocaine. Good tequila. <laughs> good, good tequila. I think good tequila would be like the bottom line. That's like the foundation of gunplay would be like. Oh good my tequila. god! Like, he says yeah. gunplay. It's got to be some cocaine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. It's, gotta be some coke. it's gunplay, man. I mean, what about Miami? Um, I don't know 
about any success stories from Miami. I was like really trying to think. Well, I mean, it's I, I mean, the City Girls probably had like oh, yeah the biggest record. But the I don't, biggest ad lib of the year. The biggest oh ad lib of the God. year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's give him that decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, is Perry gonna die? Like, is Perry gonna be over after this year? Like, no, absolutely not. No. I've been trying to it's figure out what people said before period. We're gonna, we're gonna be it. saying that in the dressing rooms after twenty after Forever Twenty One goes bankrupt. Well, here, people have always I almost said, said Forever Twenty One Savage. And that, that was <laughs> Forever Twenty. You know, I, he should definitely do like an album called Forever. Like he might as well. Yo, <laughs> that's just good branding. That's just good branding. That's just good. Do a whole line of merch t- forever. And like, blood, and like bloody letters. Call us key. Just call us key. <laughs> we got big ideas over here. Um, I don't. I think it was such a, a weird year for Florida because obviously, with, you know, X being murdered, I feel like that. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, Melly incarcerated. Yeah, he would be another one. A on lot his way of just like, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like something has always been going on in Florida, like with Space Ghost Perp, mm-hmm. where it was obviously he and the Raider Clan was moving, and then it's just like got cut short. Right. And it just seems that that's like the story of Florida of there's always someone bubbling about to break through and something happens. Well, well Denzel what? Curry kind of broke through, didn't he? I feel like he, he managed to survive. Uh, yeah, yeah. To me, that's what I, was I, I thought like Denzel was going to be bigger. Yeah. Currently, like where he is right now is good for him. Right. He's progressing. But I thought he would be like. Maybe in like 2020. Yeah. We'll maybe. see like the momentum. Because like, to me, he hasn't. Like slowed down, but right. I remember when he first came out, the excitement around Denzel was enormous. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. Like well, I think he, he's another one. Is just he hasn't. Not saying it has to be the number one record in the country, but I just has Denzel Curry caught that moment, that one that like I think you need a hit in 2019. Yeah, and that's what you I'm saying. Need like a, a hit by record. whatever. Defi- yeah. Not even necessarily like the Billboard whatever your chart, definition is. It's the record you are most known for. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like across the, one, the, the board. one song that I mm-hmm. that you really known for. If no one knows any other song by you, this is the they song. They know this one right, right. here. They've heard this. Well, one. I'm optimistic. If Billie Eilish could pop off, then I'm sure Denzel can too. Then there's that. I don't know <laughs> that it's fair to quantify. <laughs> are those the Billie same thing? I'm saying. I don't know, man. That's a good one, but I don't know. Well, I mean, here, like, I mean, to the point you were making before, though, about like, I want to say more now than maybe back in back in my day. <laughs> like, I don't know this many rappers that have gotten clipped by prison or getting killed than this new this younger generation like mm. kodak black is in jail another one <laughs> like, like another one kodak was like, actually these supposed kids are going to, to jail jail yeah uh-huh. like big uh, charges take a mm-hmm. big charges big charges like you're gonna sit down for a long time right like, you know, bobby smurda smurda like these dudes are going to prison mm-hmm. i think that also hurts the momentum of those cities too because like Again, if you have a breakout artist, it brings attention to a whole area. If that breakout artist gets cut short, then it's almost like that whole momentum and energy around that time frame is depleted. Yeah, you start, I mean, you, you someone else has to, there's another process of someone else coming up in that spot for the next. And no one really has necessarily that same energy. Like Bobby Smurda to me was like a flash in the pan moment. 
Yeah, like, they might could have turned it into something, but you like, I don't know when Schmerta gets out, can they reinvigorate that? I mean, he yeah. still he'll still be relatively yeah. young. No, but like just how his much energy. longer does he have to go? I think what another year and a half. Oh jeez. Yeah, like it's not gonna be no time real soon. It, okay, jail is. I don't know how many rock stars had to go to prison during their rise and then came out to be able to do what they were doing in the process. Right. Like, I feel like you can probably look in like rap history. There's a period where a rapper is on the rise and then they got to go to jail and it changed their whole trajectory. Right. I want to know what happens to Lil Wayne in 2009, like 10, when he caught that gun charge. Yeah. Uh-huh. He got a gun charge coming off of Carter 3. Yeah. You just sold a million copies. And you sat for like a year and a half, almost what, two years? Mm-hmm. So they're putting out all these like little projects, but like you didn't get a chance to live in that moment fully. And then you got to come back to life mm-hmm. and then get reacclimated to rapping and reacclimated to this lifestyle. Like I think prison is just such a, it, it really hurts a rapper's momentum, but it's just so common for that to happen. Yeah, it's happening oh, yeah. a lot more than I just, like I said, in my mind, I don't think about in the 90s, a lot of up and coming artists just going to jail and they were <laughs> shutting down the whole thing. Like, Tupac went to prison for a long. He went to jail for that little bit of stretch, came yeah. back out, and he was still he was still able to catch on to a death row and and ride that shit up. If Tupac had just come out without without death row, without Dr. Dre, shit, I don't know what it would have been like. Right, yeah. right. Like right. it might have been hard to like because it wasn't like Tupac was selling millions and millions of records before he went to prison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what that would have turned out without being able to grab hold of that momentum coming out. Yeah, I have no idea. So yeah, like these things, rap is so interesting because everything affects it. You know, like the climate of the world affects it, like from the things people are talking about to the sound the kids are making to like TikTok being an app. Like without TikTok, (laughs) we don't get Lil Nas X Old Town Road going as crazy as it went. Right. Right. You know, like it was still been hot on YouTube. Oh, you know what? Yeah, it was probably he probably did have the biggest hit in Atlanta, huh? Well, yeah, by a long shot. Yeah, 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 biggest hit of the decade. Yeah. You know that is. He beat Mariah Carey's chart record. Mariah Carey boys to men, excuse me. Mariah Carey and. Boys to Men's chart record. Although I feel and like people didn't slander Boys to Men for, for beating that record. They, people only slander Mariah. Like Boys to Men stayed free of all smoke. When I, I mean, I'm just record. saying. I wanted to be accurate. Know, state the record, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, yeah. Um, when you beat the streaming record for Drake's In My Feelings, then yeah, yeah. you've done yeah, you've done a thing. I mean, people talked about In My Feelings like it was going to be the the bar, yeah. the or pinnacle mm-hmm. of streaming. This kid came out of nowhere with a horse. <laughs> and, a panini. A and a panini. And a panini. Can you imagine a horse and a sandwich? <laughs> Beating Drake. This <laughs> sounds about right, actually. That sounds like America. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's more so like you beat Mariah Carey. Like she said, an old record. That's oh, yeah. Old. yeah that's that one's like, been sitting for a little bit. Yeah, that's old fandom. Like Mariah Carey was big, like gigantic. Yeah. So you beat Mariah and Drake. Like, ah, you can never take nothing from that kid. Yeah. Never ever. Ever. Ever ever. You think there'll be another Lil Nas X? Oh, you never fucking know. Yeah. You never fucking know. Could you have predicted a Lil Nas X? I wish we talked about him more as an anomaly. Because it really is something un. Un, Unheard like, of. I've never. Seen. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to to come out of nowhere and have a hit, right? Like we've seen that before, but right. not. Uh-huh. To, but not. This was different. 
Like this wasn't just coming out and having a hit song to everybody. Like, mm-hmm. he, like I thought Soldier Boy was a phenomenon, but this to me this makes Soldier Boy look small. Cause like Crank Deck was big. Crank Deck was a big deal. And, and like, I look at Crank Deck in the same light that I look at uh, like Warm It Up, like the Crisscross. Yes. Like yeah. Those hits that just went everywhere and took over all of America and pop culture. I look at. That, that record like that and uh-huh. Lil Nas X just came and like shit on all the shows it's crazy and for him to be so young and I just think he has handled fame so well like mm-hmm. through social media at least the way it's been depicted he's really good at this like he's really good at Twitter he's really good at social media I don't see how you can count him out like oh he'll never have another hit I don't know like I can't tell because he just seems to understand marketing so well right and I guess that's why I'm so interested in how he impacts rap it's because now you have to think about all the social channels of records Uh it's not like we had an old town road challenge like no he just ran it up like he knew exactly how to finesse this record or whoever was behind all this stuff but also it was really organic like when you showed us at the house mm-hmm. before I popped like everyone was doing those little TikTok videos because they were fun right you know like it was something infectious about it and I think that's what everybody wants they right want but no one moment. could even really put a face to the artist at that particular time no, I could not tell you what the dude even looked like yeah. you didn't know where he was from barely I, like it, it was crazy because from the time you showed it to me to the time it became a thing it was like four days five days <laughs> and it was like holy shit hold on <laughs> what the hell is going on here yeah no that day seems so surreal now in retrospect yeah, in retrospect it's crazy it was because like, i had no idea what you were talking about like yeah little nas it sounded really guy. fucking stupid like sure. i felt like an idiot for like a really long time because i was like let me show you this youtube video where they're playing red dead redemption footage and this guy is talking about how he got wrangler on his booty yeah yeah yeah, yeah, sound yeah, yeah. Crazy. it sounds nuts we were really perplexed for like 15 minutes <laughs> Like, what is like, it that what? I'm... What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what is it? Coding on his bladder? About? Like, what is this kid talking about? And then, next Within thing days, know, like, hours. Yo, right, it was everywhere. Like, you know, have you ever seen, uh, uh, um, what's the movie, what's the zombie movie, uh, uh, World War Z? Nah. When, like, the, how the shit takes over so fast and, like, everybody's a zombie. Like, that's how Lil Nas X shit was. Like, You're comparing this to an infection? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was <laughs> It was definitely like the Ebola that Fuck came. Fuck going viral. Like, oh, yeah, 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 going yeah, Ebola. Yeah, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah, that's yeah, a new yeah, that's yeah. a new slang. Wow, yeah, that was some whole. We're uh, air ours now. Yes, um, you're not going viral no more. You're going Ebola. Yeah, you're going Ebola, <laughs> and that's how it was gonna go. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what other artists or what other cities would you say had like uh, impressive years or, or artists that stood out from certain places? Well. I don't know how I feel about this yet, but I'm curious as to how New York is being perceived now. I was looking back at the albums that just went number one, like Mm -hmm. overall, and representing for New York was A Boogie, who I always tend to forget about, but anytime I put his music on, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. Oh yeah, this is A Boogie. This is good. I like this a lot. I just saw him on the cover of The Source. I was at the grocery store picking up an anniversary card from my parents, and I was like, A Boogie's on the cover of The Source. Oh wow! Like that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has he has a decent amount of records. Yeah, and I feel like New York has a thing now where it's not even like I feel like with a boogie and Pop Smoke 
and like these guys in New York, and I guess I count Griselda too, even though they're not they're from Buffalo, but I mean it's you know it's New York State. New York State, yes. But um, I feel like New York is back in a place where it's not like we're necessarily making hit records, but we're making records that just fuel our fan base of people who. Fuck well, that's with us. Not, that's if you don't car- count like Cardi and Nicki. Right. That whole yeah, yeah, beef yeah, yeah, felt yeah, like yeah, a definitive yeah. rap beef. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I also felt like uh, a tug of war between like old New York and new New York. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Nicki was so used to being on that throne for so long mm-hmm. that she really has been in the game ten years. Yeah. Like plus, so Cardi comes up and had an amazing year, and then to me that represented a transition in New York, and she still felt like she wasn't ready to let go. Oh no! Oh, yeah, so yeah, that to me also just kind of represent how New York. I think New York gets set, set in their ways sometimes. I mean, I think that's why it was so hard for them to kind of move from just boom bap. Oh for it sure. Was so definitive. But now I feel like New York has a lot of mini pockets like Griselda. Um, you know the rapper Mike standing on the corner. Oh so yeah. Cool. Well, like, he's really uh, big with uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they have that corner. That's New York. Right. Um. Obviously, like you said. Cardi B is huge. A Boogie mm. is going crazy. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's so layered. New yeah. York is extremely layered. Right. And I don't know if you're going to have... I don't know how New York can be definitive again when it's so diverse right now. Which I kind of appreciate. Me too. I don't I don't mind that necessarily because for a while, like New York was always synonymous with like a boom bat, the old guard. Yes. Um. You know, to me, which I feel like Nikki doesn't represent, but particularly with the Queen era, with the way that she was courting, like the Fuckmaster Flex, the Peter Rosenberg, it felt like she was kissing the ring of all this old guard. Well, that's what she wanted. I think right. that she had all the album sales, she had all the commercial accolades, but I think the thing that really drove her crazy is that she just, in her mind, she was not being appreciated for all the other shit that the old guard New York shit that's supposed to matter that yeah. she wanted everyone to like bow down and proclaim it by her. People were like resistant to giving her that. Mm-hmm. And I think that bothered her more than anything else. It's like, and I respect that from the standpoint of she cares that much about being an MC. She doesn't have to care at this point. Right. She made millions of dollars, sold millions of records. She's Nicki Minaj. She got like, the Ellen co-sign before the Rosenberg co-sign. Yeah, like, what see, else yeah, do you, you need what I'm saying? at this like, point? She had everything that you would want, but like mm-hmm. that fundamental, basic respect, that dignity of being an MC, yeah. she wanted everybody to bow down to that, and I think that's really what made her angry. It's kind of wild, because it felt like that's what Kim wanted from Nicki when Nicki came out. But Kim, ah. the thing about it is, like Kim was never. I don't think Kim's was ever denied. Like I think people gave it up to Kim out Pretty the early. gate. Yeah, like I don't think I've never felt like Which, Kim but had. But like the, Nikki never kissed her ring. No, oh, yeah, Nikki I, never kissed yeah, her ring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like she like respected Kim, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she never kissed the ring. Mm-hmm. And to me, just to see how that happened, oh, yeah. full circle again, is almost just like. You saw it like they the same thing happened. Yeah. We saw the same thing happen mm-hmm. with Kim, Nikki, Nikki Cardi. Like that right. same thing happened, and it was just like Cardi never disrespected Nikki, yeah, but she, she the never ring. kissed the ring. Right. No. And on one end, I I get it. You you've done this for ten years, and you've been running this. So someone comes up, they hide, and you expecting them to reach out. 
You're but why is that even? A th- I've never even. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. I'm not gonna say it hasn't, cause who knows? I mean, like rappers be like. Mm, I mean, you know, rappers have bitch assness in them, so they're yeah. being <laughs> sensitive about certain things. So I get it. Facts. But I never saw this happen. Like, no one expected Biggie to kiss any ring. I don't think nobody expected Nas or Jay Z or. Like, well, I, like the nine, the nine, the guys in like, nine, even with Wu Tang, there was nobody's ring to kiss. We just here doing our thing. But it was so rap was so early then, though. I said that it was it was, a, it was still a new genre. The guys then that was getting hot, they were just now really getting money from rap. It right. was it was still fresh. But mm-hmm. again, like you gotta understand where Nicki comes in in her ten years is like in the two thousand tens, where rap is this this genre now, and it has this hierarchy, and you feel like you at the top of it. Mm-hmm. So if you coming up in this hierarchy, I'm expecting you as a new artist to say so, you were my favorite. <laughs> I'm not saying that's how it should be, but I, I feel like it's sort of been kind of instilled that you call yourself the queen. You've been the queen. Everyone acknowledges you as a queen, but this new artist comes up and everyone's helling her as next and you're just waiting for your call and it never comes. So how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Especially when you also feel like I might be, I'm getting older now. I'm not hitting the kids the same way I used to. My records aren't ringing off the same way they used to. So now you're also dealing with that dilemma. Yeah. And don't I, forget about the deep state that is conspiring against Nicki Minaj. To absolutely. Keep her back that she just so, yeah. goes on about. Yeah, the only thing I can, I will add to that is that like when you're the only woman in a sphere for a while, mm. you kind of feel like that you kicked the door open for all the other women to come through. And Cardi was at the forefront of all these other women that were finally coming into the landscape and for once not being compared to Nikki. And so yeah. it was just like, I felt like maybe Nikki was just used to any other woman coming into rap being, being like compared her, to Nikki her, in right. some way, shape or form, or, you know, these women having to say like, listen, it's great that Nikki like opened the door for us. So just maybe with Cardi being the one exception, she stood out. Yeah, That's I mean, the I don't. Thing I, got. I don't think there's anything. I don't look at them the same way at all. No, nah, not at all. I mean, yeah, it'd be but really I mean, nice. Not the to. sexual thing, I get it. Big asses, I get it. Okay, cool. Like a lot of talk about like dick sucking and things like that. Fine, I get it. But I like Cardi's mixtapes was like called gangster bitch music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's what she was on. Nicki, when I first started hearing about Nicki Minaj, it was like itty bitty piggy. Yeah. And like shit like that. So it's like starships. Yeah. So I don't look at them the same in any way, shape, or form, other than the fact that they're both like women and you know sexual out of New York, out of New York and things like that. Yeah. But it's like y'all aren't even really competing with one another like that because I, y'all not the same. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's to me, it's interesting that Meg, she already has her record with Nicki. Uh huh. Like early on, like that. It Got that out the way. It wasn't even a thing. Right. Like, it was never. Well, maybe that was a good play on her part. Like, you know what? Yeah. She's angry right now. I don't want her to say nothing to me because if she says something to me, I'm going to have to whoop her ass. So the best <laughs> thing is to just, let's be cool now. <laughs> let, let, let me just reach out to her. We do this song together. Megan's cool. like the new UN, queen of diplomacy. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is why I'm excited about, like, her being in the forefront because I believe, like, she's bringing, like, women had a great year in hip-hop this mm-hmm. year. Like, Rico... Uh, Lizzo, Cupcake, Doja. like Doja, yo, fire. To go from the cow to where she is now is yeah. amazing. I did not think Doja. I Cat. like that memoir title. From the cow to the <laughs> from the from the cow to T and Tamara. Yo, let me write that, please. 
that's a bestseller right there. But yeah, she's talented. Like a Oh talented. yeah, no, no, she's dope. And like, for her to like, I think she's gonna be like a hit maker. Mm-hmm. She might be. Uh, I hate to say this right now, but she might be T Pain in like five years. When Ooh. we look back and be like, yo, she had a string. Like her run right now is so crazy because like the melodies pop. Like, yeah, I was gonna say she's pop. really good with the with the catchy style of. And it sounds effortless in the cool way mm-hmm. where it's like she knows how to string this along where it's very sing-songy but it's also very clever and then the videos work along with like the lyrics and the imagery like she's in a really good place to to really be a star in the next couple of years yeah mm-hmm. so and that's la too you know yeah so outside of uh just a city i think women have really solidified that we're gonna get some some rap superstars it, like it's not gonna be another Nicki Minaj for ten years. Like no, nah, there's going to be a string of women. There's a lot of us. Back yeah, there, right? man, uh, extreme. So that's like incredible to see this year. So in conclusion, who won? <laughs> oh yeah, there's gonna be a big whole thing. Uh, who takes it? Who's Miss America? Hmm. <laughs> 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 oh no. <sighs> I really like what's going on with the Carolinas. Yeah, I was going to say, it feels like the Carolinas because you talk about, I mean, you talk about the baby and then you talk about the Dreamville album just went platinum. Yeah, and yeah, Cole in his, own, in his own right. So I just feel like, I feel like they had probably the strongest year as a staff record label and motherfucking crew. Okay. <laughs> like that's how, that, it's, it feels that and way. Coming into 2020, I believe a lot of eyes will be on the Carolinas now. Because I think everyone wants to know what the baby's going to do next. But also, like, Jetson could be Metro. Yeah, they could have know? a whole other wave without even having a rapper. Depending Absolutely. on If he starts putting hits on other people and his sound turns into a thing, then, yeah, it could definitely be a run for so them. So you like. start to see. And then, again, like, you got a little brother resurgence. So there's a, there's a window for more rappers of the little brother lineage to also come up now because mm-hmm. it's showing that like that excitement yeah for that kind of lyricism and that kind of production style you know you get that out of the loop you know the yeah. dreamville rapper like he's there like again mez is another rapper you know he's in la dr dre but i feel like the lyrical content is very similar to alfonte and a big poo mm, for so sure. there could be like a string of albums that come out of there next year that people are really excited about. Not to mention folks with Rhapsody, like the people who have yeah. been protesting, like let's put Rhapsody in these GOAT discussions, yeah. kind of felt like they finally started to make some leeway. Yeah. I did personally like Layla a little bit better, but yeah, I think I'm with you there. Her, her progress has been remarkable. And I think she's solidifying herself as like, I'm gonna be around. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like, with, without whether I have the hit record or whatever the thing is, like I'm gonna be around. I feel like that's I'm my have a long career doing this. Yeah. That's my only issue about like overextending Rhapsody in the GOAT conversation. It's like let the work speak. Yeah, like, yeah, let her right. have her run mm-hmm. and then when she's like there, we can be like, this is why she should be in there. Cause I feel like she's on album number two. Yeah, you know, let, let it come together. Super early for her, but that's what I like. It's like her career is just starting. Yeah, she's it's gonna oh, be yeah. only going to get better. And I, I think I'm realizing this just about like commentary on rappers. Like we're so quick to champion somebody, but let them fully develop into that goat 
before we start giving them titles that mm-hmm. they have to live up to. Mm-hmm. The only person that I've been willing to push into a GOAT conversation or look at in a GOAT conversation that came out in probably the last, at least the last seven, eight years is Kendrick. To me, Good Kid Mad, I knew, Kid, I knew Good Kid Mad City was the start of a GOAT career. Whether they transpired into that or not is mm. one thing, but I knew that album was the start of a goal. Whether people want to say classic or whatever the thing, you know, that's like everybody. Well, wants he's to be making everybody's top tens now, which all begin the same. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He's but he's that's what I'm saying. When you get to that that status of like, mm-hmm. if I say top ten, I have to say this guy's name. Right, right, right. You have like seven obligatories, and obligatory. then it's like, okay, throw Kendrick in there. So he's in now. He's the new yeah, obliga- yeah, yeah. the newest obligatory. Right. You have the name oh, in your yeah. top ten. Yes, oh, that's yeah. that. There you go. That's what I'm trying to say. So he's entered that space, and to me, you. Put out an album like that. That is, the, he's the only person I'm willing to have that conversation with this early That's, so far. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about Damn, because I really enjoyed it when it first came out. I tried to go back to it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, I cut it off halfway through, and I was just like, this is a good album, but I don't know how, not like where I rank it, mm-hmm. but I was talking about Stevie Wonder's classic period, like. I can't think of the dates, but you can look it up. Stevie Wonder's classic period is like a, a string of five albums. Mm-hmm. And front to back, those albums are immaculate. Okay. And I was thinking of Kendrick having a classic period. And I believe Good Kid, Mad City, and Tim, uh, Tim Butterfly are the two that kind of starts that period. But I don't know if Damn continues that period of classic material. But like, look, I feel like LaVal Bar, LaZal Ball, what, DS2 and mm, Beast Mode. Listen, man, yeah. that's what something to say is for. We're yeah. about pushing those boundaries. Well, about, I mean, there's something to say trap, about putting, bro. whether it's in a year and a half or, or several years, there's something to be said about putting out multiple projects that all hit in whatever time period. Oh, yeah. like, I will say Future does have a conversation about a classic period. Yeah, mm-hmm. classic because period, yeah, he, for sure. I don't know, man. He really left LA, came back to Atlanta, and was a monster. Yeah. Like, he tapped in. When you listen to 56 Nights, like, he just sounds in a very particular space. Mm-hmm. And, like, for him to extend that throughout a string of projects, it's just, I don't even know how you tap back into that energy. I don't know. Either. Nah, but, that's yeah, a, that's like, a, that's I feel a, like, I feel like I hope he gets his due at when it's all said and done. That future is really one of the most uh, consistent and just, like, innovative rappers that he could be a de facto pick for these yeah but again like you just gotta let him get to the end of his career but like make sure you put his name in the hat Mm -hmm. because like i know i know some legends he got a better discography than that's my hot take future got discography better than some of y'all favorites i can understand i can hear that argument though i can for sure see that yeah i mean a lot of rappers get if you give rap fans that one indelible moment that will prop you up on a pedestal for a very long time maybe even higher than you deserve depending on how mm. much you're beloved mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean j electronica still hasn't given us an album yet but exhibit c is exhibit c and that is going to make people <laughs> always thirst for this man <laughs> that <laughs> beat is amazing regardless. like that song is incredible yeah it's an incredible song and that gives that will give you if you give people one of those then that will give you leeway for a long yeah. time yeah. so we did not talk about new orleans but i don't know if anything really happened in new orleans this year yeah, I wrote it down just to remember I gotta to do talk my, about it, but I, I gotta do my really homework. I gotta see if something came out. I don't know if I really listen to any rappers on New Orleans this year, but I'll do my homework. 
I mean, I'm sure somebody did, but yeah, there's nothing that comes like like immediately. Nothing comes that like hit, hit. The sad part about it is when I think about New Orleans and like what came out of New Orleans, I think about um, what's the uh, not in my feelings. Uh, Kiki. No, what's no. the other record? What was the, what was the one before Kiki? Oh uh, no! Uh, oh God! Oh, we're, we're blanking uh, with, with with Big Frida. This um, was oh uh wow the Drake. Damn. This was exactly one million years ago. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's terrible. Mike just puts like a thirty second snippet in here. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that Drake Scorpion oh, was like, like it was wait, twenty wait, years ago. Music. Anyway, Hold on. we're gonna figure it out. It is uh oh my God, what is this song? Not in my feelings. No, not in my feelings. <laughs> um, in my feelings. Yeah, like, like three times. Five times. Like you sure it's not in my feelings? Are you sure? No, it's called. Uh, wait, I'm, no, no, I can't see. Why should be in my feelings? <laughs> 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 I thought he had a. Did he have a single before that? Listen. What was the video that had Tracy Ellis Ross and all the ladies in it, and they were roller skating? Oh, nice for what? Nice for what? Thank oh, you. That's all I can yeah. say. I was like, I just, yo. I, I just, can hear the song. I just can't think of what the shit was called. I just want to make a note that Ja has this on there twice. You scroll past this two times. I couldn't, <laughs> I just, but that's how off it was in my mind. I'm like, what is this? He was no, like, that's no, not it that's twice. Not it. No, no, that ain't it. No, no, just keep no, no, scrolling. No. That's not it. Wow. Okay. So yeah, when I think about New Orleans, I think about Nice for What? Just because of Big Frida and the Bounce. Okay. But I don't think about any New Orleans artists that okay. like jump the new new orleans artists that just jumped out at me well time will come well, we'll see their time will come all right so it seems like two for the carolinas yeah i, I vote for the carolinas this year and i'm torn between um atlanta for lil nas x houston for uh Meg. megan lizzo and then Miami for City Girls, just saying period mm. you know what i feel like the period ad lib will live in infamy yes forever Hot Girl Summer just got trademarked. Her trademark went through. Can you trademark period? With a T? But people are going to be saying period like that forever. People were yeah. always saying period. I just feel like they, I don't know how they cashed in on this thing that people already do. But I don't know if I heard it the way. I mean, it they wasn't that it. young Miami yeah. said. No, yeah, it was, I, yeah, the way she it's, said it, it was, was a little like, of sauce that she, <laughs> yeah, she just put had. something yeah. extra on it that make it, but like, that was strange to me. But anyway. So you getting so what are you splitting your vote thirty three percent between all three cities? I guess so. or like, is Typical that what and decisive me. Okay, I'm just fair like, enough. Okay, that's my vote. Though. That's your vote. Okay. Okay. Enough. Well, we appreciate you listening to the Something to Say podcast produced by Michael Saba out here in the SWATs. Mm-hmm. Um, you can always support us on Patreon.com/slash Something to Say. Yeah.